0: Welcome to the Hustle Sainly Podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Hustle Stanley podcast. Things are a little bit different around here. I usually record episodes in my husband's office, but I'm actually in our master bedroom closet tucked away like a little hobbit because... I was listening back to the past episodes, and they're kind of echoey sounding, and obviously we don't have like a podcast studio in the backyard. So I did a little bit of research, and it seems like a lot of people record in the closet because the clothes kind of absorb the sound. It's a smaller space. Plus, we have a third dog with us for the next couple of weeks because we're dog sitting. So it's really, really loud in my house and I need to get this done. So we are in the closet hanging out because we are so official and professional on the Hustle Sanely podcast. So if it sounds a little bit different, I'm hoping that it sounds a little bit better, like just less echoey. That's why. But Anyway, that is a little bit of housekeeping. Let's jump into today's episode. We are actually kicking off a very fun series, the first series that we've ever done here on the podcast, and it's actually going to carry us. All the way through the end of 2019, which is actually crazy to me. Um, This series is called The Holiday Hustle. I feel like that's very appropriate. Don't you agree? Um, I chose a few topics that can be applied to pretty much any time of the year, but that are extra important to think about during the holiday season. So to me, the holiday season is pretty much the week before Halloween through the second week of January. So it's a long time in my head. So I am like already full into the holiday spirit. Um, I feel like those few months are pretty wild for most people. There are jam-packed calendars, to-do lists that are a mile long, just like all the festive things packed into a few short months. This holiday season is Actually, extra special to me because it's the first time I've ever been able to truly go ham with being festive. Like, I'm not in school, I'm not working multiple jobs, which hasn't happened since I was in high school. So, girl, you better believe that I am going to make the most of these next few months. I am the type of person who likes to go over the top and be extremely festive. I want to do all the fun things like bake cookies, visit a Christmas tree farm. I don't even know if we have those in Florida, but I'm going to find one. Um, I'm going to watch every Christmas movie ever filmed, which I actually have a holiday movie watch list, like printable that I made. It's on my website. It's a freebie. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. Um, But it's just so we can check off all the holiday movies that we watch. Um, I want to have a gingerbread house building contest. I want to do All of it, but I'm also making an effort to be super intentional about my mindset during the holiday season. I want gratitude, joy, peace, patience, and love to be my norm. Girl, I refuse to let complaining, chaos, and overwhelm be my anthem because in the past, those are the types of things that kind of surrounded this season for me. Even when I'm stuck in the crazy AF Target parking lot with the last minute shoppers, myself being one of them. Even when I don't get invited to be a part of the girls gift exchange. Even when my great aunt Bertha asks me again when we're having kids. I don't really have an Aunt Bertha, but you know what I'm saying. Even when I burn the cookies we are supposed to bring to the holiday brunch and we have to rush into the store on the way and show up with store-bought cookies, even during moments like those, I am going to choose joy. I'm going to choose gratitude. I am going to choose peace because the fact is we do get to choose. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes it feels like our circumstances dictate how we feel, but that doesn't have to be the case. So we don't always get to choose our circumstances, but we do get to choose how we handle them. We can either act or react. Before I explain the difference, I want to just mention that the topic of today's episode, which I'm sure you picked up on if you read the title, but it's how a gratitude journal can change your life. So Obviously, you don't have to keep a physical journal. That's just how I do my gratitude practice. But gratitude in general will change your life. So let me explain the difference between acting and reacting. To me, acting means you handle the situation in stride. You choose to focus on what you can control and do what you can with where you're at. Whereas reacting is when you completely lose it when your circumstances are not ideal. So let me give you like a concrete example. So let's say you're rushing out the door to make it to work on time and you drop the plate of brownies that you baked for the office potluck lunch that later that afternoon. This could go one of two ways. So here's what it would look like or what it could look like if you choose to act instead of react. You might still huff for a second like, dang, but then you take your breath. You pick up the brownies and you decide to make a pit stop at the grocery store to scoop up a plate of cookies from the bakery. On the way to the store, you shoot your boss a quick text to let her know that you're going to be just a few minutes late because you're clumsy behind dropped the brownies. At the end of your text, you ask her if she needs you to grab anything else for the office potluck while you're already at the store. Now, when you're in the store grabbing a new dessert, you're not stressing out about being late for work and being rest- Reprimanded for it when you get there. In fact, now you get to finish listening to your favorite podcast. Maybe it's the Hustle Sandling podcast, wink, wink, because your commute just got extended by 12 minutes. You get the new dessert from the bakery, help an elderly woman unload a heavy case of water into her trunk on the way back to your car. You get to listen to your favorite podcast, then you make it to the office. 15 minutes after you usually get there. Your boss happily greets you because she expected your delay, plus you saved the potluck by scooping up the bowls that she forgot to bring for her famous chili. You sit down at your desk, play some Christmas music. Yes, in November, you're playing Christmas music. You go on with your bad self, girl, and you get started responding to emails All is good in the land, even though your morning started off with a pile of brownies in your driveway. So here's what it might look like if you choose to react instead of act. The brownies fall. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I spent two hours making these last night. What a waste of time. You clean up the brownies while speed dialing your husband so you can make sure that he knows just how pissed you are about dropping those brownies. You jump in the car and try to hurry up to get to the grocery store so you can buy a plate of cookies so you don't show up to the potluck empty handed. You don't communicate with your boss that you're going to be late because you're just too aggravated to even think about texting her. You get what you need from the store and you show up late. 15 minutes, and you better believe that you let a few WTFs fly as you hit every single red light on the way. Your boss asks you if everything is okay and why you're late, and you make sure the entire office knows that you spent two hours baking brownies only to drop them on the floor. You spend the whole first half of your workday annoyed with anyone who tries to talk to you because you had to deal with dropping a plate of brownies earlier that morning. Okay. So either way, you're probably not stoked that you dropped the plate of brownies, right? So whether you act or you react, you're not like, yay, I dropped the brownies. But when you choose to act instead of react, you're choosing to handle the situation with grace and poise rather than letting it potentially wreck the rest of your day. So the brownies were already on the ground. Like you can't reverse that. You've got to focus on what you can control, how you can handle the situation. So this. This is a small example, but the principles can be applied to bigger situations too. To be really, really honest with y'all, my go-to in the past was to react. Mm-hmm. I was the person who went into a total tailspin over any little thing that did not go exactly how I wanted it to go. I would snap at my loved ones, make really huge deals over small situations, and let my attitude be tainted with negativity for the rest of the day because I was clinging to the quote bad thing that had happened earlier that day. Do you want to know when I decided it was time for me to undergo a serious mindset check? It's when my husband so lovingly, and I am not being sarcastic, he was so kind about it, um, but he brought up that it was my tendency to focus on the negative. That if 20 wonderful things happened in the morning, but then one really small, not so awesome thing happened, I would spend the rest of the day harping on that one negative thing instead of being thankful for the 20 wonderful things. Well, when he put it like that, I felt kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie. I knew what it felt like to be around people who chose to project negativity, didn't feel great, and I didn't think about that I was making people feel that way by the way that I was handling situations. I didn't want people to feel on edge around me or dread me walking into a room because they knew it would be followed by complaining. So what did I do to make positivity my norm? I started keeping a gratitude journal. Hey girl, real quick, I wanted to let you know that my digital mindfulness journal, yes, the one that I use every single morning to write my daily gratitude is 10% off just for my podcast listeners through the end of the year. That's right. Through the end of 2019, you can use the code podcast ten all capitals no spaces at checkout and get 10% off of the hustle sanely digital mindfulness journal if you go to Jessicamassey.com slash podcast and click on episode 9 which is this episode the link to the journal and the discount code will be there for you I'll also make sure to have it in the show notes so that you can access it there as well so girl Go get yourself a Hustle Sanely Digital Mindfulness Journal for 10% off so that you can write down your daily gratitude list because I'm telling you, it will change your life. All right, let's get back to the show. I know you might be rolling your eyes hearing me say that starting a gratitude journal helped me become a more positive person, but I am not Kidding. Starting a daily gratitude practice really did change my life. And it's such a simple thing to do. And that's a dramatic statement. When you say something changed your life, like that's a big deal. But I truly stand behind this. Like I mean it. So here is what I do. Like here's what my gratitude practice looks like. When I wake up, I grab my iPad and I open up my digital mindfulness journal. I jot down a list of three to five things that I'm grateful for from the day before. Sometimes they're big, sometimes they're small. So some examples straight from my journal, I wrote them down so that I could read them to you. So here they are. I am grateful for going grocery shopping and filling our fridge with nutritious food. I am grateful for finding a new coffee creamer that I love. I am grateful that Adam got a raise. I am grateful for finding a toy for Harley. He's one of our dogs, if you didn't know, that he can chew on without shredding it. I am grateful for getting brunch with my girlfriends and having heart-to-heart conversations about our futures, which side note, if you have an aggressive chewer dog, like a dog who chews like aggressively, you need to go to my Amazon store in the pet section and get the little orange toy. It's kind of expensive, like $28, but it has changed our lives. And I am not kidding that I wrote about that in my gratitude journal. Um, But anyways, here is why it's so powerful to keep a gratitude journal. When you're looking for things to be grateful for, you find things to be grateful for. Mind-blowing, isn't it? But honestly, you can't be in a state of gratitude and have a negative mindset at the same time. Like, they don't work together. Just like you can't have a dark room if you turn on the light. You either have a dark room or you have a room with light. You're either living in gratitude or you're choosing to live in negativity. When you're practicing gratitude, you can't be negative. Now, I'm not saying that when a tragedy happens, you need to put on rose-colored glasses, whip out your journal, and act like nothing has happened. Like, that is not where my heart is with this conversation. I'm just sharing my experience of using a daily gratitude practice to change my go-to mindset from being negative to being positive. I call it a gratitude practice because it's something that I have to choose to do every day. It's not like a one-and-done thing. Since starting my gratitude journal practice a few years back, I can honestly say that it's now my tendency to be a light when I walk into the room. I find joy in the small things. Silver linings are extremely apparent to me. To be honest, some of my girlfriends are like, okay, I just want to vent for a second. Can you please stop pointing out the silver lining? Like it's like it's that extreme. Like I am such a different person since I've started gratitude journaling. So girl, if you struggle with a negative mindset, give doing a gratitude practice a try. You've got nothing to lose, even if it means just taking out your phone and three things that you're grateful for every morning in your notes app. Do it. You don't have to use a digital journal like me or a fancy leather bound journal like somebody else on Instagram that you've seen. I like to do my gratitude practice first thing in the morning because I feel like it gets me in a solid headspace for the rest of the day. But if you find that doing it at night works better for you, great. Do it. That's the beauty of it. There isn't like one way to do it. The any way that you do it, is the right way to do it. As long as you are doing some sort of gratitude practice... That's all that matters. Um, I know one girl, she doesn't even write it down. She likes to wake up, stand outside with her cup of coffee, take a deep breath of fresh air and say her three to five things or 10 or however many she has that day out loud. Just say them out. Um, It just helps her saying it. I'm a visual person and I have to write something down in order for it to stick and for it to really hit home with me. So honor whatever kind of person you are. If you're more like of a person who likes to speak things in order to process them, do that If you like to write them down to process them, do that. Some days, if I'm feeling like I need a little bit of a boost, I'll write mine down and then read my list out loud. So like I said, there's no one right way to do this. The way you do it is the right way to do it, girl. So just remember this. When you're looking for things to be grateful for, you find things to be grateful for. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Jess and Massey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, make sure to visit jessicamassie.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.